Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Welcome back to Season 4 of Convert Central Here in Convert Central, we bridge the gap between Muslims from all backgrounds in Singapore regardless of whether you are converts, born Muslim or prospective Muslim Our podcasts are uploaded on Mondays and Fridays and our community events are held every month Be sure to join us whenever you can and let us know how we can do better on our social media platforms like Instagram or TikTok Recommend any of your convert friends to us so that they can share their stories via the forms you can find on our Instagram bio. So from all of us to you, we pray that this new season is enjoyable and beneficial. Welcome back to Convert Central. So Alhamdulillah, uh, right now we are at the last episode of our Ramadan series, which is uh, our first Ramadan. So uh, I hope that you know in the past month, you guys have gotten to know the experiences of the four guest speakers with their first Ramadan. And hopefully over the past few sharings their experiences have benefited you and for those who are wondering why we are you know featuring our first Ramadan experiences in the month of Ramadan itself because we understand that for many of us this Ramadan might be the start to us fasting the entire month this Ramadan might be the start for us to get closer to Islam once again in our lives this Ramadan can be the start to many good things and hence we're going to share about some of the experiences of converts born Muslims or Asatizas in our community with their first Ramadan so Today we have a very special guest. I think uh, in, in Convert Central itself, we've had a couple of, you know, uh, Japanese converts come on. Sis Keiko was one. Uh, she came on last year. Two years ago was Sis Aslina. So uh, this year, alhamdulillah, we, um, it's, it's my pleasure to introduce to all of you guys Sis Marwa. But I'll just let her to talk to, uh, to tell you guys a little bit more about herself. What she's doing, how many years she's been a convert. Bismillah. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. I'm Miwa Kondo. Mawa in Islam. <laughs> uh, I combat the year 2015, so about seven years ago. Just when I married on the same year, so I met one of local and I married to Muslim. That is the time when I combat. And uh, for fasting, I try few times mm. before I combat. <laughs> I had some interesting experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and for you guys who are wondering why we are featuring Sis Marwa, I just wanted to share that here in Convert Central, all of the converts that we feature, they are all Singaporeans. So Sis Marwa <laughs> is a Singaporean and uh, she's a Japanese living in Singapore. So uh, subhanAllah. Uh, you know, the experiences that she will be sharing is relevant to all of us Singaporean Muslims here, but also more relevant to, you know, potential converts who might be Japanese coming to Islam. So, uh, which is why we wanted to get her to share as well. So maybe, since Marwa, you could share with us, um, why did you, like, how do you start to, you know, uh, first fast Ramadan uh, for the very first time in your life? And, you know, um, how, uh, what, what were some challenges that you met? Very first, my try, my trial, Fasting. I start from fasting <laughs> on the month of Ramadan. Okay, I try. <laughs> if I can do one week, I try. If I can finish, I try. In the end, I finish whole month, uh, 30 days. But I just stop eating and drinking. That's all. Mm. Then I still remember the weather, the I was in Japan at that time. Then the month was very hot. It's very hot. And Singapore 
fasting hour is about 14 hours. Yeah, yeah. But in Japan, longer, the hour uh, start about 3 a.m., I think, around that time. Mm, then it's very hot, hotter than Singapore. So <laughs> I realized how to take this hotness without drinking water. Uh, then I had a big uh, part-time job. Um, so I feel sleepy. I wake up early. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Then my friend around me, my family, none of people are Muslim. So people doesn't know I stop eating, drinking from early morning. Uh, people walking around also not fasting. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that is a bit like deep. I'm living in the different world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So interesting. <laughs> that, that was so weird. The first time you fasted, you were in Japan, was it? Uh, yes, that time I temporarily stay in Japan that month. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, when, when was the first time you fasted uh, back in Singapore? After marriage. Oh, so after marriage, you uh, you guys came to Singapore and that was the first time you fasted. <laughs> so how, how, how was fasting in Singapore different from um, what you did in Japan? Because um, even Singapore Muslim is not a majority, but... There are a lot of Muslims and they have a community so can find a bazaar, can find a, uh, what? And for you guys, the Sakura <laughs> Sisters, isn't it? Mm. Right, the Sakura the Sisters. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, um, as you mentioned, the community is, is a little bit more vibrant in Singapore and mm. the hours are shorter as well. So that's, that's, that's better in Singapore. Alhamdulillah, uh, mm. you know, uh, I just wanted to, you know, talk about the way you started to fast. You know, you said that if you can finish one day, then you do one day. Then mm. after you see whether you can do more and then you finish one mm. week and then eventually you finish the entire month. Right. So was that the mindset that you came in into like fasting month itself? Ramadan for the first time. First day, if I complete, I feel, oh, wow, I did. I completed it. Mm. Then after that, slowly my body used to it. Mm. So that is maybe Allah helped me to mm. do it. Not so difficult for me. Yeah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Mm. And, and, and indeed, I think many of us, we, we do feel the same when we start fasting. Maybe mm. the first day is difficult. But mm. after a while, you know, maybe after a week, most of us get used to fasting. And um, mm. abstaining from stopping you know, the fact that we stop eating or drinking isn't that difficult anymore after the first week, correct? And, yes. Uh, and yeah, I guess, I guess like that's the challenges that we all meet, right? You mentioned that uh, it was the first time that we stopped eating or drinking is difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, around us, our friends and family might not know that we are, we are Muslims uh, and, and mm-hmm. we, uh, we are fasting. And that mm-hmm. might difficult as, be difficult as well. I think uh, the blessing is that at least we live in Singapore. Uh, for you, you are in Singapore now. Uh, when, when you wear the hijab, you know, and it's fasting month, people know that you're fasting. You know, they will assume that you're fasting, right? Yes. So they are more sensitive and everything. Mm. Um, but for you, right, the first time you had your Ramadan, what helped you to get past the entire month? Like, was there anything that helped you with your challenges or the difficulties the very first time? Mm. I had a 
friend. I had one Muslim friend. She is born Muslim. She is half Japanese and then half Pakistani. And she, she has a class in Masjid in Japan. So I went to Masjid to, to learn about Islam from her. Then I coincidentally met her while, while fasting. Then, well, how, uh, how are you? Are you fasting? I'm fasting. Well, another how many hours then we can eat? So only she can share that time. <laughs> so that is also, I feel very happy somebody can share. Um, that is, yeah, I still remember how happy I was and how helpful to see her. <laughs> mashallah, mashallah. Mashallah. Uh, uh, in, indeed, you know, when we, when we talk about Ramadan, right, the company mm. of Muslims around each other is very important. And mm. perhaps for, for some of us who are starting out in, in Islam, be mm. converts or returning Muslims, right? Uh, the, the fact is that um, we, we, nowadays we have a lot of online resources, right? And mm. as, you, as you mentioned, uh, it really helps a lot when we get reminded or we get refreshed on why we are doing this or why are we fasting? Who are we fasting for? For the sake of Allah, how merciful Allah is. And then that keeps us going, right? And that, that keeps us going strong and everything. And uh, I think I recall for myself, my first Ramadan was very difficult because uh, I was in the Air Force and uh, I was the only one that was fasting around me. Oh. So every day, uh, I would mm. finish my work at about 6.45 and I would go to Darakam for, for breakfast. And mm. then Darakam wasn't closed. It was, it was open, right? And uh, I recall I, I was invited to the, to, the, to the dining table at Dara Akam. And there will mm. be about 10 converts around the table. Mm. Then we will breakfast together. And, mm. and to me, I think that was the thing that got me through Ramadan. Mm. My first one. Because I know that on that table, uh, these are Muslims that have fasted with me. I know that on that table, when I talk about something Islamic, we will all mm. learn about it and we all can understand what I'm trying to say. And also I know that, you know, at, at, every day when I start fasting, I know I'm looking forward to iftar. I'm looking forward to iftar so I can break fast with my, 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 my friends, my common friends. So indeed, I think company is very important when it comes to our first Ramadan, the first time we fast. It's difficult, but when we surround ourselves with people who are doing the same things as us, it makes it much easier. And when we surround with ourselves with people who can give us advice on what we're doing, it makes things very easy as well. So uh, let's, just, let, let's just like fast forward to, to today. Right now, what does the month of Ramadan mean to you as a Muslim? Um, in Singapore, I had an experience during Ramadan during Tarawih. Before pandemic, I used to join Tarawih prayers. And also, there are a lot of events. For example, we have uh, iftar together. Mm, pray in the masjid. <laughs> mm, so that is also um, I enjoyed during the month of Ramadan. And also we wake up early and just has my husband and me, we share food together. Mm, that also is a happiness for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. <laughs> uh, I, I think 
100% right that Ramadan is more than fasting, right? Like, masjids are, are very lively in the month of Ramadan. Muslims gather much more in the month of Ramadan, be it with family or with friends. And then, uh, you know, we, we taraweeh together, we breakfast together, you know, sometimes we have supper together as well. But I think, in, in essence, Ramadan is beyond just the, the act of fasting itself, right? The act of fasting is, is, a, is a type of worship that we can give to Allah. The month of Ramadan is another type of worship that we can give to Allah. The month of Ramadan is a whole new significance in which the, the month where the Quran was sent down, right? Yes. So that's why we, we engage more prayers so that we can recite more Quran. That's why some groups of us in the community try to finish reciting the Quran in the month of Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And at, at this point of time, uh, when we release this episode, it's going to be the 29th of April, right? And that means Ramadan is going to end soon, right? Uh, that means... You know, there has been a possibility that Lailatul Qadr has really passed. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that Ramadan has ended for us, right? Uh, even if it's two days left, even if it's one night left for Ramadan, we can still follow the Sunnah of the Prophet We can still pray Isha at the mosque in Jama'ah mm-hmm. and pray Subo at the mosque in Jama'ah. And mm-hmm. Rasulullah has mentioned that whoever that prays Isha and Subo at the mosque is as if he has prayed the entire night. Mm-hmm. Right? We can still engage in, in worship and it's not too late, you know even at this point of time in, 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 you know, in the last few days of Ramadan. So for all those who, are, who have just been going through the motions, unfortunately, we, for myself, I'm, I'm having exam season as well. It's very easy to just go through the motion. You know? uh, but, but at this point of time, there's still time. There is still time. You know? There's still time to sincerely go down into prostration and ask Allah to forgive us. There's still time to ask Allah to give us more uh, iman to give us closeness to the Quran and to our Prophet so the beauty of Ramadan is that there's still a chance until it ends you know until Ramadan ends there's still a chance for us and we just have to have one perhaps one, one sincere dua accepted that's enough for, for, for the rest of our lives perhaps just one sincere salat that is accepted and that's enough for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us so indeed the beauty of Ramadan is so encompassing and thank you so much for sharing about your experience with Ramadan so perhaps before we end the podcast, I just wanted to ask you sis, uh, this Ramadan, this coming Ramadan for you, right? What is one act of worship that you would like to do more of in the month of Ramadan? I try my best um, this year. I fortunately, I have uh, food. <laughs> I have play at home. Mm. And also I ask forgiveness because I also I have a lot of sins. <laughs> yeah. I myself I struggle and I also still fighting emotional thing. So I ask forgiveness. I try myself um, to clear clean myself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> and uh, th- that's great. Um I think in you know, when, when it comes to increasing our act of worship, even something as simple as being grateful can be an act of worship that we can increase, right? And and for you, you mentioned that uh, you, you, you want to focus more on healing, you want to focus more on, you know, asking for forgiveness and everything like that. I think that's that's great in, in the sense where how then do we increase our, our, our asking for forgiveness, right? And that's where we, we, we learn a little bit more about how the Prophet asks for forgiveness in the month of Ramadan itself, right? Uh, how, how many times did he ask for forgiveness and what did he ask for forgiveness about? A simple way then 
perhaps will be to learn some of the du'as that he made. Uh, simple du'as like uh, the ones mentioned in the Quran, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntumina zhalimin. The, the du'a made by Prophet Yunus alayhi wa sallam. Uh, maybe uh, simple du'as like uh, also mentioned in the Quran, Rabbana amanna faqfilana wa rahamna wa amta khayru rahimin. The du'a made by Nabi Adam in the Quran as well. So uh, for us who want to adopt uh, some, something more like an increase in gratitude there are ways to praise Allah more and we just have to learn about it so thank you so much for sharing uh, the, you know the, the acts of sunnah you like to adopt more in Ramadan and I hope that you know at the end of Ramadan perhaps since you can listen back to your podcast and see whether this Ramadan you've achieved your goals or not inshallah mm-hmm. so but at this point of time thank you so much for coming up for sharing your experiences and uh, inshallah I think um, at this point of time it's also the last episode that we're going to release for the month of Ramadan Right mm-hmm. and uh, moving on from the month of Ramadan itself is also something that we have to discuss about. Going on to Shawwal, we're gonna have Hari Raya. Um, Hari Raya. In other countries, you quite eat, right? In mm. Singapore, you quite Hari Raya, and you know it's also important to remember that just because we've crossed over from the month of Ramadan to Shawwal, or just because Ramadan has ended and Hari Raya has came, that doesn't mean that everything that we do in Ramadan we we can stop. Or like we, we that doesn't mean that uh, our, our quest has ended. Right? Ramadan is like a place for us to boost ourselves. So it's like a training ground for us to do better. And do better for what? Then we ask, right? What we do better for is after Ramadan, that's when we do better for the rest of our lives. Right? So maybe in Ramadan, we are focused on reading more Quran. One page a day, we try. And maybe outside Ramadan, we are a little bit more lazy, tired. It's okay. Then we try to continue reading the Quran for the rest of our lives. Not one page, maybe half a page. If, if it's still too much, maybe one quarter of a page is enough as well. But important thing is that moving on from Ramadan, we do not forget everything that we done in the month of Ramadan. Because we have to be grateful for what we have. And what we have is that really, really counts on day of judgment is our, is our acts of worship. Right? And hence, how we show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that we continue them until the day we die. Inshallah. So I just wanted to share this before we entered. Uh, the month of Shawwal and, and we, we had uh, we, we start having our celebrations and everything that amidst the celebrations amidst the good atmosphere and, and the cheers and everything let's remember the most important thing that we, we have we have been striving in the month of Ramadan and let's remember that even though we are happy now we don't disregard our acts of worship right? we still try to pray on time we still try to make sure that when we eat we don't eat too much in excess don't waste food you know, and we, we enjoy each other to goodness. Yeah, inshallah. So, uh, thank you sis for coming on to the podcast. I'd like to end this podcast by reciting Tasbih Kafara and Surah Al-Asr. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu ala ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wa la asli inna al-insana nafi khus illa ladhina aman wa amilu salihati wa tawassabil haqi wa tawassabil sabr. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.